0: What is going on, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of The Narcissist Code. I am Lee Hammack, the self diagnosed narcissist. If this is your first time seeing my face or hearing my voice, I use my platform to raise awareness for narcissistic personality disorder, get more people into therapy like myself, five years strong, and also validate the victims, survivors, and thrivers of narcissistic personality disorder. Um, today's episode is going to be about um, early traumatic experiences and how narcissistic people will use, will use their trauma in your trauma as a weapon to get you to stay in a longer-term relationship with this person. Um, so I had a good conversation this morning um, with did one-on-one, and this is a requested video. I don't think I've ever did one like this. Y'all, I, somebody, well, I did one recently. Um, similar, but like, this is a requested video. So trauma will be used against you. Most of, <laughs> most things, that you encounter with a narcissist or most things that you share with a narcissist all the information and things like that will be used against you later on in the court of narcissism. And that's why I call it I call it I call your relationship with a narcissist or a toxic person the court of narcissism because that's what it is. You're going to court dealing with this narcissist or this toxic person. This is exactly what it is. Right here the not not maybe not a real courthouse but mental court because anything you say can and will absolutely be used against you. The Miranda rights of narcissism. Yes, anything you say, anything you experience, can and will be used against you. Anything you go through, can be used against, Can and will be used against you. Anything that you put up with, can and will be used against you. So a lot of people get love bomb. Love, but the love bomb is kind of like, you know, it's kind of one of the staples of a toxic relationship with their narcissist if you don't know what the love bombing process is is the very first step in 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 most narcissistic relationships everybody doesn't get love bombed during the love bombing process the narcissistic person will give you everything that you want and need because typically you share that with them you share with them everything that you want and need and even if you don't share it with them guess who has shared it with them somebody in their past So typically what that narcissistic person is love bombing you with is what they learned from their previous relationships, what they were withholding from their previous relationship. They're going to love bomb you with, or try to love bomb you with, because some people don't like the same things. We understand that right there. Everybody has different tastes. Everybody has different inclinations and likes and dislikes and things like that. So it might not work to love bomb you with the stuff that the ex wanted and things like that. But another thing, that the love bombing gets you attached. But what you don't see a lot of people talking about is when trauma, shared trauma can get you attached. If early on in the relationship, one of y'all experiences a loss where it makes you vulnerable. Your your grandparent died, your parent got sick or got, got sick or hurt or injured, something like that. They don't have to pass away. But some type of vulnerable trauma that happens to you or your family, or that happens to the narcissistic toxic person, and or their family. So if I'm a narcissist, so if my grandma passed away while we were in the beginning stages of our relationship and I was loved by me, and you, I'm going to use my grandma, do I miss my grandma? Yeah, but most narcissistic people also see the passing away and that trauma or your trauma, what you're going through, as an open opportunity to use that trauma to get you closer to me. Yeah, my grandma passed away. So I can—it's like a get-out. It's like a forgiveness card because I know I can use this card later on for for some for some forgiveness from you. For some, I can use this as an excuse to my be for my behavior later on in the relationship, or immediately, or previous to this. Because it's like that trauma right there can be weaponized against you, it just absolutely can My grandma passed away, that's why I cheated on you. I, couldn't, I couldn't, couldn't, couldn't contain my emotional state. My grandma, she damn near raised me. You know, my mom wasn't there. My daddy wasn't there. My grandma damn near raised me. And she passed away. So I just got to go. I just decided to go clap some cheeks. And I was clapping cheeks loud enough. So grandma might hear it and be proud of me. I don't, it's just, yeah, I'm sorry. It's just, please forgive me. I it won't happen again. I don't have, I don't have another grandma. She, so grandma can't pass away twice. so It won't happen again. But you have grandmas. I know that was a goofy ass example, but y'all know how my mind works. I got to, I got to, add some humor and some you know some th- some substance to it as well. But you see what people deal with when you're going through these narcissistic toxic relationships right there. Y'all, y'all see it, you feel it, you understand it. And if y'all go through some trauma together, if y'all are like in a car accident together or y'all go you know both of y'all get hurt together, or y'all have some kind of near light near death experience or high life experience together in the beginning that's going to bond you closer to that narcissistic person as well that's another thing that they can fall back on they make you feel guilty about let's say we get into a a car accident together and you try to walk away and and later on in the relationship you try to leave me i'm like why are you gonna leave me after what we've been through we survived a a damn car accident together we both could have passed away but we can't survive a little cheating we can't survive a little lying we can't survive a little bit of manipulation wow Wow, wow, wow. I just you know I thought I thought surviving and living together and surviving a near-death experience carried more weight than me clapping somebody else's cheeks. Wow, or getting putting putting the cheeks on someone else. Wow. I never thought it'd be this way. I never thought you would give up so easily. You see another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. How your shared similar experiences, your shared trauma or something like that can bond you together. Your grandma doesn't even have to pass away. You know what I mean? You don't even have to be in a car accident with me. I could be in a car accident by myself and use it against you later on because most people know somebody who's been in a car accident. Your mom could have been in a car accident, so you can empathize with me. Oh, I know how that feels. I know how you feel right now. Yeah, my mom was in the car accident, and she immediately, when she survived, she started cheating on my dad. So now, you see how that works right there? Yeah, you you see how it works right there. You, y'all, too much empathy is not a flex. So many people are just like I have so much empathy to give you around to the world. Like you you got so much damn empathy, you just start floating off the ground. You're like you start thinking too much with your, with your empathy and it like propels you off the ground and you start you start goddamn floating into the air with your empathy underneath you as a propeller. You're like how are you floating over there? <laughs> Excess empathy runs through my feet. It comes from my heart and runs through my feet and I just, it propels me off the ground. I can't touch the ground, you know? Too much empathy. <laughs> you see said, <laughs> said, But that can be used against you, y'all. It's possible to care too much because your empathy for this narcissist or this toxic person or your shared similar experiences, your shared trauma and things like that can keep you here in this toxic ass situation much longer than you need to be. I think so many people who you have to understand that it it, it can keep you in these, it it can keep you here way longer than you absolutely need to be. And that's why I tell people all the time, y'all, don't let these people manipulate you with their trauma, with your trauma. Don't let them make you feel guilty about wanting to leave them because they did something terrible to you. Don't let them use your grandma passing away or their grandma or their dad or their damn dog. They can use the dog. They can use a goldfish. They can use a pet squirrel that who wasn't really a pet. It was just a neighborhood squirrel that came over there and ate nuts off the porch or some shit like that. They can literally do things like that. It doesn't matter y'all. It really doesn't matter what it is. They can weaponize it against you because you care too much. You're a damn fixer. You wanna fix everything. If I could just fix this person right here, they'll be the greatest thing that ever happened to me in the world. Y'all, work on fixing you because that's the only thing that you absolutely have control over is fixing and maintaining your own sanity, your own power, your own strength. So I'm trying to fix other people because when you because I feel like this is how I feel right here, yeah. I believe in God. If you don't believe in God, that's cool. You I mean this this is a no judgment zone. This is a no crazy religious wild zone right here. So I believe in God. I read the Bible. I do not consider myself a Christian. I read the Bible. I'm more spiritual. But I feel like God gave every person a set of tools to work on themselves with, right? And certain people, you feel like you 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 use your tools to try to work on other people, to fix other people. And that's okay, but if you're not using those tools on yourself, you're going to waste away and become brittle, and your foundation is going to crack eventually. Because you're taking your tool set, your self-loving tool set right there, and you're hammering away trying to chisel out a better version of somebody, you know, somebody somebody else who your tools don't really work on their empathy is a hammer and a nail you have an empathy hammer and a nail like a chisel you're trying to chisel them like an empathy hammer and an empathy chisel you're trying to chisel the, you know, the blocks and the trauma away from this person but you don't have the ability to do that your tool set only works on you it's a self love tool set it's a self empathy tool set what about you? When you're feeling so much empathy and caring and affection for this person, who is giving it back to you? Because you'll eventually get drained if there's, no, if there's nobody to refill the tank because your self-love is going away dealing with this toxic, narcissistic person. Because eventually, that's how it goes. y'all. Eventually, it gets to the point where you're going to lose yourself trying to fix and give to someone else regardless of whatever trauma they've been through. I know so many people have shared similar experiences. Like, I understand what you've been through right there. My dad abandoned me. My mom walked out on me. My grandma was a town, was a town bike. Everybody got a ride. My grandpa was a rolling stone. that got 15 kids, by 20 baby mamas. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. So yeah, they will use whatever has happened in your past, traumatic-wise, trauma-wise, you know, generational-wise against you to keep you in this toxic ass situation much longer than you need to be they just will weaponized trauma is a thing y'all weaponized empathy is oh goodness it's absolutely a thing weaponized i need some water it's absolutely a thing so i've been talking forward. um <laughs> i get to chat on these videos i've recorded back to back to back so i need some i'm outside too y'all is toasty out here so goodness gracious <laughs> But anyway, y'all, let me cut this thing short. I really, truly appreciate y'all so, so much. I've been getting more and more messages about the meetup here in Virginia Beach, Virginia, June 12th on a Sunday, in Sunday afternoon, Virginia Beach, Virginia. We're trying to lock down the location. We'll have that here pretty soon. Me and Ben Taylor at Raw Motivations, the other self-aware, narcissistic person, one of them, that's on YouTube as well. You know, follow him, Raw Motivations on YouTube. But the live, in-person meetup, meeting, greet, question and answer session, we can do some videos, we can do some TikToks, we can do a YouTube video together. I, yeah, I'm, I, I just want to meet people. You know, I've been sitting in the house since COVID started. So it's time for me to get out here and meet people. Anyways, y'all, if y'all listen to this on podcast form, like and subscribe for me. Hit that five stars for me. Get some good ratings, y'all. Let's help as many people as possible by sharing this information. Thank you so much for everything, y'all. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Mental illness is out. Peace.